Miracy. I'm Carrie Wallace, and you're listening to Making It. I run a business called Enlighten You Solutions, and we provide solutions to lighten your load. I've always had a passion for writing, and I can remember hassling my parents from very early to buy me a typewriter. Yes, I'm that old. It was a typewriter in those days. There weren't computers when I was a child. And so the idea of putting ideas and thoughts down on paper into a story to kind of get my passion out, to get my ideas out, that started very early and stayed with me. And then as I went through high school and later university, that stayed with me, that passion to let people know that there is something that they can do. I have always written and enjoyed writing, and that has evolved into copywriting for the marketing side of my business and supporting my clients to write copy for their own businesses too. I was a latchkey kid myself, and I knew what it's like to come home after school, and it started in primary school for me, to a cold, empty house. And I did not, did not want that for my children. I had this ridiculous fantasy that I had longed for as a child of coming home from school to the smell of freshly cooked cookies and cakes. And that's what I wanted my children to have. So I made the decision back in 2000 not to go back to the corporate world after my second child, my son, was born, but to start my own business. There was one Friday evening and I stood on the platform at Blackfriars train station. And it was quite late on a Friday evening. It was half six, seven, which is not late in the corporate world for for leaving work. And I can remember looking around me and just seeing grey. There were predominantly men in grey suits. Nobody was laughing. Nobody was smiling. There were not many people actually talking. And I can remember thinking, oh my God, is this all there is to it? Is this what the next 20, 30, 40 years of my life is going to entail, getting up at ridiculous hours to sit on a train that's crowded and come home late in the day, exhausted, and just be surrounded by greyness. Am I going to become one of these grey people that I could see all around me on the platform? And I think at that point, I thought, you know what? No, I need to do something else. When I was running my business, certainly after my husband died and I knew I just had to do this, I thought I didn't have a choice but to get some expert input. And so I hired a coach to work with me. We all have blind spots. You know, you, there, are, there are things that you might think you're doing the best that you can and what you're doing is okay, but it can be really helpful and it certainly was helpful to me at that time to have somebody guide me to recognize what was right for me. Marketing works, all marketing works, but not all marketing is going to be right for you. And what I found and what I had been doing in the early years of my business 
was jumping from like one shiny object to the next and jumping from one thing to another because I didn't know what I was doing. But when I hired a coach, I was able to really focus in on the elements, particularly of marketing and structuring my business that were right for me and suited my personality. So that made a massive difference in the turnaround. There was a massive curveball. I was that arrived just three, four years after my husband died. I was on my own for three years. And then I was lucky enough to meet somebody online as it happened, but we did meet in person. And he happened to be Australian. And long story short, we got married and my children and I migrated to Australia. And I, at that point, was thinking, yes, if you'd asked me then, I would have said, yes, I've made it. My business is consistent. I'm bringing in a really good level of income. I've moved to this amazing place, kind of left the traumas of the past. It never really leaves you, but um, kind of left that behind, a fresh start. And I really thought, you know, this was it. Things were well and truly on the right road. And then I received my own cancer diagnosis. We'd been, it was in the first year, we hadn't even been here a year and I had my cancer diagnosis. So curveballs, yes, (laughs) I've had a few and that was tough. And the toughest part of it for me was imagining my children being orphans. They were still in their teens and some would say probably the time that they need parents the most. That was absolutely terrifying. And quite simply, I wasn't going to let it happen. (laughs) It sounds crazy, but it's the thought that just kept resonating through my head. I am not going to stop working. I am not going to stop doing what I love and I will get through this thing. And fortunately, uh, I was lucky enough to to do so and have been 10 years cancer-free this year. Making it, I can probably summarize it in one word, I guess. It means freedom. Now, I realize that might sound a little bit of a cliche, but it does. Making it to me means freedom. Freedom to not only do what I want to do, do what I actually love to do, but freedom to be me and freedom to be in control of me. I've always seen success as being able to be the master, or perhaps I should say mistress of my destiny, free to choose my path able to make a difference, no matter how small in the world, to kind of leave a little bit of a mark, you know, a tiny, tiny mark, a legacy for my children, something for my children to look at and be proud of. And success or making it for me isn't actually about the money. It's about what I can do with that money. I know all too well from losing my husband at a young age that we don't have that long on this earth and we don't actually know how long we're going to have. So what's the point spending that time trapped in a world or a job that you don't like or that you hate? So making it for me means being able to do what's right for you. I think the biggest lesson that I've learned looking back is to recognize what is right for you and then stay true to yourself. Honor who you are. doesn't matter what other people say. It doesn't matter what other people think at the end of the day. Find your own path and stick to it. 
And I guess that's really the second biggest thing that I've learned is to never give up. Things are not always going to go the way that you want them to or the way that you think they're going to when you start out. That's just this thing called life. Curveballs happen, unexpected events happen. I mean, look at the last few years with COVID, but never give up. And if you're on that path and you know what you're doing is right for you, it's right at the core of who you are, then keep focused on why you're doing it and never give up because you never know when that next big breakthrough or when that big breakthrough, the first big breakthrough, you never know when that's going to happen. It's just around the corner. You just have to take that next step. I'm Carrie Wallace, and you've been listening to Making It. You can find me, and I'd like to share a gift with you as a thank you for listening to me today. So head to www.believe-you-can.me, where you'll find a nine-step guide that is going to start you on the path to believing in yourself, because guess what? You can do it. Making It is part of the Mira CFM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Course Lab and Once Upon a Business. This episode of Making It was produced by Danny Bermont and Jeff Govertson. Cynthia Lamb is supervising producer. Danny Eney, that's me, is executive producer. Post-production by Post Office Sound. To catch the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, please give us a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.